Hi, everybody, and welcome to today's Motivation Assist podcast. I'm Ashley Connolly, Clinics Director, and I'm joined by Jodie Wood, our Consultant Nutritionist at Motivation. Welcome, Jodie. And we are really excited here at Motivation because Jodie, I know, don't know if many of you know, but Jodie is actually eight months pregnant. So yes, congratulations, Jodie. We have the baby bag ready to go. <laughs> Hot towels to the fore, just in case. I have three children myself. I know what to do. Exactly. Um, how are you feeling? You are a shining example, Jodie, of somebody, I have to say, who has followed, obviously, a healthy eating plan, practiced what we preach. You look super. It's all baby bump, we can see. Thank um, you. We so always feel that way. When you I know, pregnant. I know. So tell me, how are you feeling? I'm feeling really well. Thank you, Ashing. I've really enjoyed being pregnant. And I think, like lots of women, the start was a bit hairy with the morning sickness, unfortunately. But as soon as that passed... I've been really lucky in Touchwood, feeling good so far. So it's really fitting, I think, that we're doing a pregnancy podcast today before I head off on maternity leave. And we can give you all a couple of tips on how to cope with pregnancy, how to really keep on top of your weight during pregnancy, which is so important from a health point of view for both mum and baby, and give you a little bit of insight into the nutritional needs that every mom needs to be conscious of when they're pregnant. Super. So what we always say, Jodie, whatever the weight of the expectant mother was before she became pregnant, the goal on our program is um, for her now is not to put on weight herself. Um, so I think you're going to explain what the expected weight gain would be. We do, as you've mentioned, we do have pregnancy plans and breastfeeding plans. Um, so the the one thing is for an expectant mother not to focus on the scale, not to weigh herself. So we are actually um, focusing on the um, the mother's habits, behaviors and attitudes, which is really, really important um, because certainly with regard to the attitudes and uh, obviously you didn't do Jody by looking at you, but the some people I know um, and we've experienced um, some mothers as soon as they find out they're they're expecting can get into that um attitude and have the attitude of and have negative thoughts saying oh well I'm going to be eating for two now or I'm going to get big anyway um, so obviously that that is an attitude that that thank God you didn't have um, but certainly you know back to the scale you are going to put on weight but it's baby weight exactly. so and you are going to be weighed in hospital even if you're not weighing yourself at home when you go for your checkups you'll always be weighed because they want to monitor your weight and that is because if you gain too much weight during pregnancy it can be dangerous for your baby and it also will have adverse health effects for the mother in the long term so it is something you want to keep an eye on but like you said we really want mm. to try take away from the weight being the focus and the downside of pregnancy for lots of mums. So there are kind of a set layout of expected weight gains that we have for different weight groups. So what I mean by that is if you have somebody who comes to us here who maybe wants to maintain a healthy weight while they're pregnant, but they're a normal weight to begin with, so that would be a BMI between 18.5 to 25. 
their expected weight gain during pregnancy will be very different to someone who comes, say with a BMI over 30, who won't need to gain as much weight while they're pregnant because their body's natural fat stores can do a lot of the work that someone of a normal or an underweight won't have to begin with. So someone who is a normal weight, we really recommend a weight gain of no more than 25 to 35 pounds, which is about 10 to 15 kilos in total throughout the whole pregnancy. Someone overweight, so middle of the line BMI 25 to 30, we would want to see no more than a gain of 15 to 25 pounds in total. That's about 6 to 11 kilos. And then someone who is clinically obese, so a BMI over 30, we really don't want to see them gaining any more weight than between 11 and 20 pounds, which is just 5 to 9 kilos. And Jodie, the weight gains that you're mentioning there, it's um, important, I think our listeners know also, is that it, that is not just... Um, it, it, it's it, we need to look at the weight kind of break it down exactly. so That's we have not, not the just the there's baby. placenta there's yeah. blood volume etc so a lot of it is made up by the baby obviously so at the end of your pregnancy your baby will weigh normally between three and four kilos so around seven and a half eight pounds and then you have the weight of the placenta you have the amniotic fluid you have the weight of the uterus you have blood volume which increases a lot during pregnancy fluid retention that's where we see the horrible swelling kicking in in a lot of pregnant people you have the weight of the breast because they're preparing to feed the baby and then you also have additional fat stores for breastfeeding so it's a combination of everything that really makes up that total mm. weight gain by the end of the pregnancy and jody tell the listeners um if you're okay to discuss it about nausea at the beginning stages yes. because I remember um, when you came to me and told me your wonderful news at the beginning um, you were feeling a little yeah, bit unwell. I, I actually had to tell work and mm. yourself Ashling, earlier than normal normally people keep it till about 12 weeks but I was so sick around I think it was the seven eight week mark that I had to say look guys I'm not skiving off work I'm so sick I'm so sorry <laughs> so at that point you know I know so many mothers when they are suffering from chronic morning sickness are so worried that their baby is not getting the nutrition that they need because they can't keep any food down. Mm -hmm. So something I found really helpful was protein drinks because protein is so important when you're pregnant. It is the foundation and building block for life for every cell in the body. So that obviously is really important for growing the baby. So I tried our protein drinks and mm. I was able to keep liquids down and have it with ice and I knew I was getting the protein I needed without trying to force myself to eat and then be worrying about vomiting. So they were really helpful for me to sip on throughout the day. Yeah, great, great. And I've used the protein supplements myself. Um, there Our eldest is 18, now we've 18, 14 and I have to think sometimes 11. Three beautiful girls that we're blessed with. Um, but I did use the protein um, and I remember, and the protein supplements, I remember um, when our eldest was born that the midwives were quite surprised at how early she was able to lift her head. Um, and even our, our youngest is, is very petite, but she is so strong, really seriously strong. There you go. 
Um, and they, you know, it is, it's what we're eating obviously is benefiting baby also. So protein is known to help protect muscle tissue. Um, so I put it down to the protein. Um, I think it definitely, it, it has made it a would, difference. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so. really important to increase your protein intake while you're pregnant. And then a lot of people will be on, uh, prenatal vitamin um, mm. folic acid obviously we all know is so important when you're pregnant and even if you're considering getting pregnant I would recommend starting to take your prenatal vitamin in the three months leading up to when you plan on starting to try so we're recommended to take about 400 micrograms of folic acid a day at least a month before trying for pregnancy and then during pregnancy it's recommended to increase that to about 600 micrograms of folic acid a day and any good prenatal supplement will contain that but you can also get folic acid which is one of the B vitamins from lots of foods things like fortified cereal and enriched breads and pastas, peanuts, dark green leafy veg, even orange juice and different beans and pulses are all good sources of folic acid from the diet. So iron is another nutrient that's really important during pregnancy and it's used by your body to make hemoglobin, which is in red blood cells and it carries oxygen around to the organs and tissues in the body. So during pregnancy, you need more iron than you would normally and that helps to make your body produce extra blood to supply directly to the baby. And not having enough iron often results in a condition that we see during pregnancy called iron deficiency anemia. And you will be screened for that during your pregnancy in hospital because anemia can increase the risk of certain problems during pregnancy, which include preterm delivery and having a low birth weight for babies. It's something we want to avoid. So the recommended daily intake for iron during pregnancy is 27 micrograms, which would be, again, found in most prenatal vitamin supplements. But once again, you can get it from food directly. We can get a great source of iron, a type of iron called heme iron, directly from the diet found in animal foods such as red meat, poultry and fish. So your blood will be tested, as I said, during pregnancy to check for this anemia, but it doesn't cause any harm just to increase your protein intake as well as your iron intake by including lots of healthy red meat and poultry and fish in the diet. Calcium is also really important, of course, during pregnancy because it's important for building your baby's bones and teeth. And any women over the age of 19 are recommended to get a thousand micrograms of calcium a day and that can be found again in your supplement, but of course in things like dairy products. And aside from dairy products, maybe you might be lactose intolerant. Things like broccoli, fortified orange juice, sardines and anchovies, or um, again, a lot of green leafy veg will contain calcium for you. Vitamin D works hand in hand with calcium, so it's important that we include that in the diet. It's key for healthy skin and eyesight. And then while you're pregnant or breastfeeding, we do need to increase your vitamin D intake to around 600 international units of vitamin D a day. Again, most vitamins normally have around 400 units, so you can get that little bit extra in fortified milk, breakfast cereal, salmon and egg yolks are a great source, and of course sunlight, something unfortunately we're a little deprived of here in Ireland, but even getting out for a little walk every day will help increase your vitamin D. And then lastly, something we want to touch on, you will of course be given a list of foods to avoid during pregnancy when you go into hospital for any of your first appointments. So I'm not going to touch too much on that. But one thing that we all seem to be addicted to here in Ireland is caffeine. And there are studies that have been done on caffeine in pregnancy. 
Some of them suggest that excess caffeine can increase the risk of miscarriage, but experts have kind of concluded that consuming less than 200 micrograms of caffeine a day during pregnancy is safe, so you don't have to cut it out completely. And that would be equal to one or two cups of coffee or tea. But remember, the caffeine is also found in things like high sugar, fizzy drinks, chocolate. So make sure you count all of your sources in your total caffeine intake for the day. So I think for sure um, we'd be fairly confident in saying, Jody, that clients who have completed our pregnancy plans um, to date have felt great and in full control of their eating habits and behaviours. And as a result, um, have had um, have had very healthy childbirth um, and and pregnancies that, that has been their experience. I think the main thing that we help people with is understanding that from the minute you get pregnant, you do not need to increase your calorie intake. It's really towards mm. the middle and end of your second trimester that we recommend, and this is for someone of a normal weight to begin with, that you would need roughly an extra 300 or 350 calories a day. And then towards the end in your third trimester, that increases to around 400 calories a day. And that really is not a lot. Like a sandwich would provide you with that easily 400 calories a day so we're not talking about having an extra portion of your dinner that really isn't necessary and again if you're overweight or obese to begin with you will need fewer extra calories than someone of a normal weight and if a mother is concerned about not knowing how much extra food they need to be having first of all listen to your body and sense if you are hungry and if you feel that you need the extra calories or not but our protein supplements can come really handy throughout the whole of your pregnancy um extra protein supplements can be given to eliminate extreme tiredness any cravings or nausea and everything you put into your body is being fed to the baby so it is really important to keep on top of getting the essential building blocks for lean muscle tissue that we need during our pregnancy to support our baby's growth it has a huge benefit in helping to build the baby's heart muscle and tissue and it's important that the mothers don't focus on the scales during pregnancy but more just on what they're giving directly to the baby for growth so it 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 confirms that attitude that people may have of eating for two exactly. you've just confirmed there we don't need to that amount of, of calories at all and when you see people who don't gain weight, excess weight during pregnancy, who we look at them and we say, oh, she's so neat or she's all bump. Mm. That person has probably just maintained their normal eating pattern throughout pregnancy and subsidized where they need in the end stages of pregnancy. And that is how you maintain a healthy weight, which is better for you and baby. If you are overweight during your pregnancy, you are unfortunately predisposing your child to being overweight during life. Mm. So that's why it's so important to get a handle on it from the minute you find out you're pregnant. Absolutely. And isn't it true, Jody, that if you don't have weight gain during pregnancies, you said we're maintaining our weight um, as mothers, it's just the baby weight that's going on, that you have a quicker recovery period and back Absolutely. to normal weight? It's easier for you to recover. It's better for your child from a health point of view and I can't stress enough the importance of breastfeeding from a nutrition point of view if it works for you I know it's not for everyone but also for losing weight and getting back in shape it really is the quickest way to do it and what we say is during breastfeeding we recommend an increase of around 400 calories a day 
we can reduce that to about 300 calories a day if someone is overweight. Another important thing to touch on is if you are breastfeeding, but a lot of mothers are unfortunately focused on trying to get their body back and really concerned with that. And that's the media today, put so much pressure on new mums to bounce back so quickly. Give yourself and your body time to adjust to your new breastfeeding routine and allow yourself three or four weeks to get into a flow, establish a good milk flow. And during that time, you can start a pregnancy protocol or breastfeeding protocol to help you lose weight. We have one here at Motivation that's specifically designed to support that. But avoid any extreme dieting during that time because it can have an adverse effect on your breastfeeding. So Jodie, thank you so much for sharing your journey of pregnancy with us. We really appreciate that and um, obviously wish you and baby the very best of luck. We thank can't you. wait to see baby come back into the clinic. <laughs> we we'll baby in the next yeah, podcast. which is super, super. And thank you um, listeners. And um, again, as Jodie mentioned, the we do have pregnancy and breastfeeding plans um, here at Motivation. You can always um, log on to our Motivation webpage, www.motivation.ie. Um, and thank you for listening to this week's Motivation Assist podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode.